Today is Chofal of Oder, the yard site of the Tzadik Rabbi Melech of Lizhensk. She wanted to say that Rabbi Melech of Lizhensk is mentioned, Noyem uh, Melech, the Sefer Noyem Melech, is mentioned in Chesidus Chabad several times. Tzemach Tzedek. And um, interesting story, a fact about Rabbi Melech. Rav Zevin, in the end of his Sefer, mentions the last story in his Sefer, it mentions a story that he heard from someone who survived the Holocaust and lived in Izhensk. It's recorded by other people as well that when the Nazis came into Lizhensk, many some of the Jews ran to the Beis where Rabbi Melech is, 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 is buried. They went to the oil of Rabbi Melech. The Nazis were looking for Jews, and they came to the base Almin, right, the cemetery. And when they walked in, they saw Jews hiding there. So they told them, why are you hiding here? They told them, we're here just, uh, you know, praying by the, the, the caver of a great tzaddik. So the Nazis suspected that they're hiding money there, so they told them to start digging. And they, were for, they forced them at gunpoint to dig open the cave of Rabbi Lemelech. They were digging deep, deep, until they discovered a person lying there, looking, staring back up. When the Nazis saw this, they panicked. And they told the Jews to quickly, quickly cover it back, and they ran away. They were, they were terrified. There's a story, Master Jehoyo. His body, after hundreds of years, remained totally intact. Mentioned earlier in the previous post, the mile of Bittle. When you have nothing of your own, totally self-effacing, not even a spiritual self, not even a spiritual sense of feeling, experience of Kedusha, experience of Ruchnias, even that is not there. You totally stripped to your bare minimum, your essence. And you functioning as a Jew doing mitzvahs only because, you know, you're a nothing, but, but Hashem wants it from you. There's something very special about that. It's called the avoid of Biti, like a bas, like a daughter who is a little child. She doesn't have anything of her own. Everything she has is from her father. So there's a story, a beautiful story told by a great-grandson of, of Rebbe Limelech. His name was Rebitzikol. He was a Rebbe in Belgium where I grew up, and I knew him. And he told that story about his great-great-grandfather. Beautiful story. Stories was like this. There was a chassid of Rebbe Limelech, who traveled to Lizhensk for Shavuos. He was a spiritual man, a man with, you know, spiritual sensibilities. He wanted to be in Matan Kabbalah Sater, he wanted to be by, by his Rebbe. His wife, uh, you know, prepared his, 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 helped him prepare his suitcase, and she said she wants to give him some food for the way, or maybe when he's staying in Lizhensk, he'll need some food. She wants to supply him some food, so she gave him a piece of duck. You know, we call it a kachke. In Yiddish, a kachkele. A piece of grilled duck that she prepared and she wrapped it in a piece of paper in a bag and she told him to take it with her, with him, with him to Lizhensk. And that's what he did. He came to Lizhensk, he found the place where to stay for over Yontif. Came the night of Shavuos. Now you know, people are up all night. So after davening, after the meal. So he went to Shul to say tikkun like everybody else, tikkun leil shvuz. 
And so he went on and on for hours and hours. People were reading Tikkun. And it came like three in the morning. He suddenly started feeling extremely, extremely hungry. Hungry. He was starving, starving. And like, it, like it bothered him. He couldn't continue to read the Tikkun because he felt so hungry. He was mamish in pain. So he, then he remembered that his wife packed him a piece of duck, a stick of kachka, a grilled duck. Right? In Yiddish, you say, I gebrot in a kachka. And so he went back to his room. He said, you know what? I'll go to the place where I'm staying by my host. I'll take out the piece of duck and I'll eat it because I can't take it. It's too much. And that's what he did. He closed his book, went back to, to, to his home, to his place where he was staying, and took out the kachka and ate it. And he felt better. Then he went back to shul. And suddenly... He was overcome with feelings of guilt. How could you do this? It's like uh, two hours before dawn, soon we're going to daven shachis. Shavuah is such a holy day, and you ate, you fressed a piece of schmaltzy duck at three in the morning, right? And you want to be ready for Kabbalah Zatera. What kind of a shavuah is this? He felt terrible. He was totally broken inside that he allowed himself to do this. And so a few hours went by, it was dawn, and then came time for Shachas. Rabbi Lamelech walked into the shul, and he walked straight over to this chassid, and he said to him, I'd like you to lead, to become, to be the chassid, the baltvila. I want you for Shachas. When the chassid heard this, he was like stunned. <laughs> not only, it's not enough that I have to daven, I have to be the chassid, the baltvila, for Rabbi Lamelech's minion? Look at men, a low life like me. I ate a piece of duck, grilled, schmaltzy piece of duck just an hour ago. I couldn't resist the, the temptation. And I should be the one, the chazan, to lead the baltfila, the shliach tzibur. He, he couldn't forgive himself. He, like was, he didn't know where to put himself. But he had no choice. The Rebbe says, I want you to go up. He said, I went to Davin. And the whole davening, he felt so low, so like empty inside that he's what a low life I am he's standing there before the Abish that feels like so broken after davening the davening is all over Rebbe Melech walks over to this chassid and says to him Ashkoyach the duck davened well the kachke ad git gedavent what a story what did he tell him this duck <laughs> It was a gash mystic dog, a fat dog, which you can become really fagrept when you eat it with a geshmak. But this dog led to this guy's shviras alev. He was totally so broken. So his davening was, was enhanced exponentially because of his, he felt like a nothing. He felt like a nothing. So this was always Rebbe Melech's teaching. If you look in this forum, in the Sefer, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a running theme is the more you feel like nothing, the more your avoid is valuable. There's a vote that he said once. It says, A person should be humble in walking. should be to walk. You should be modest in walking with Hashem. Leches. Leches is like a noun. The walk of, with Hashem. 
purpose leches like the lo leches the act the verb. You should be hiding. You should be modest when you walk. When you do the walking with Hashem, leches is a noun, a walk with Hashem. Why? Why that lotion? He said like this. Hatznea means to be modest. Why not to show off to other people? But not to show off to other people can actually be what most people probably suffer from is that they, that itself they do with awareness. I'm aware that I'm hiding from other people. And, and, and you know, I'm being modest. I'm being hatznea. So he says, that's not an emes hatznea leches. It has to be that the person is not even aware he's being hatznea leches. That's what it means, hatznea leches. The leches, the walk is not even you are walking. You're not even aware that you are walking. It's, it's, it's happening. You're not concerned with what other people think or don't think. There's no need to hide from anyone. As the famous, I think said, or maybe the Rashbats, famously said that there was a group, a, a club of Atznei Leches in Vilna. He said there are three questions about them. First of all, how do people know about them? If there's such a Atznei Leches group that is so modest, nobody knows about them, how come it's a famous club? The second question was, who are they hiding from? This is the same vote as Rabbi Melech said. Hiding from someone means you're aware of someone else, and you're hiding. So you're aware that you're hiding. No, it's easy to get a sense of feeling of self-importance. Then you lose the whole value of it.